Hello, I'm Marcus Alton from the tribute website brianclough.com and my guest on the next Green Jumper is a man who became a fan's favourite during his time working with Brian Clough. It's Brian Rice who can still remember his first encounter with Cloughy. I think he was right at the time and he just lifted his head off the table and went, blow me at Steve Davis because of the haircut like Steve Davis, you know. Yes, the red hair. Yeah, yeah. well, strawberry blonde, Stra- strawberry blonde. Strawberry yeah. blonde, of course. <laughs> Uh, and that was his first ever words to me. Yes. His, and his second words were, can you hit the ball, young man? During our chat, Brian recalls how his transfer fee from Hibernian to Forest was settled by a tribunal and what Cluffy said afterwards. And when he saw me coming in, he shouted me over and his words to me were, Scotsman, you'll need to go home. I'll need to sell the stand to pay for you and I ain't selling no stand. And I didn't know what to do. And then he just started laughing and gave me a big cuddle. But you just you just hung on I just hung on his every word. Yes. I hung on his every word, you know, but and that was the start of the love affair. You made your debut for Forest away at Liverpool, I think, like like Roy Keane. Um did you have any advance notice that you were going to play? Third of September nineteen eighty five. Beat two 0 uh, Ronnie Peelan scored the two goals. You know, there's some things in life you never forget. No, no advance notice. I wasn't allowed to play to begin with when the season started because we, they couldn't agree a fee with Hibs. And I don't think he wanted to pay anything for me. You know, he's probably quite right. <laughs> so once the tribunal was over, we were playing Liverpool. It was a, it was a Tuesday. I know it was a Tuesday. And uh, I was travelling up with the squad, but I thought I was just going for a bit of experience to integrate with the, the team and the squad and see how it was done. And after we had our lunch and before we went for a nap, he named the team and I was playing. And it was just completely out of the blue to make your debut at Anfield. It was something really, really special. Hello, Paul Hart here. You're listening to the Green Jumper podcast with Marcus Holt. How were things different to what you'd been used to in Scotland in the, in the way that Forrest, you know, went about things or how Cluffy went about things with training and getting ready for matches? I mean, if we go back to my debut, we played on the Tuesday night at Anfield and the next game was Leicester away on the Sunday. And on the way back down on the bus, he came up the bus and he says, fantastic night, lads. Same team Sunday. I'll see you at 12.30 at the city ground. This was a Tuesday night. And I looked and... The lads are looking and saying, don't say anything. I says, what have we got to do? What do he says, no, I just turned up on Sunday. The boys told me, just turn up Sunday, we've got to play again Sunday. I said, this is strange, I've never seen anything like this, because up in Scotland, there was a lot of physical work, a lot of running. Everything was so different. This was a completely different environment to anything else I'd ever encountered. Uh, and to be told that Tuesday night, you're playing Sunday, but you're not training. And they said, don't come in and do extra. Do not come in and do extra. I remember he, he shut the physio's door, told the physio to take a week off. Uh, I remember he, he locked the gym. He didn't like us doing gym work. He had his own unique way. Uh, and this was this was a Brian Clough way. And it worked. Yes. No, that's, that's the key to it all. Whatever he did, worked. There's also the story behind an unusual cup final bonus when the captain, Stuart Pearce, asked Cluffy the day before the match. I remember the Saturday, we were sitting in there having a meeting before we went up to Antonio's and 
Pierce who was captain says what's the bonus tomorrow gaffer and he, he looked because we never ever spoke about money we just got told this is this this is that that's it there was no arguing there was no no compromise no. right and he looked at us and he went ten pound in a box of chocolates and we all started laughing he says and if you lose you just give me ten pound in a box of chocolates <laughs> so we're all laughing we're all having a bit of fun and we said ah he'll sort something out yeah so when we get to the Wembley the next day, I'm standing on the, the pitch and I'm, I think I'm talking to Derek Mountfield and he's, I knew him for someplace else and we're talking away and he says, he's got a bonus. I said, I tell us it's £10 a box of chocolates. He says, oh, we run X amount for appearance money and X amount for winning it. Well, it's history goes, we win it. So we come back to the bus and we've got the comp, we've got a couple of beers and that and he takes us to East Midlands Airport and we park outside there and we're sitting there for a bit and we're watching the aeroplanes and he comes up and he says, Watch the airplanes, lads, because we're going to need them to go on holidays in the summer. Yeah. And we were all sitting there wanting to get back home. And we comes back home and we're in training the next day. And we're in again the meeting room. The next minute, one of the, the YTS lads come in, a young apprentice come in, and they're carrying boxes. A box of chocolates with a tenner seller tip to the top of it. And that's what we got. Yeah. You know? So it was just it was, a, it was just crazy, but he just took it, you know, because we were well looked after. We also talk about the song that the fans created in tribute to the talented Scotsman. The fans were fantastic with me. They were fantastic. And I heard the song and it's funny because I was golfing one day with my friends when I finished playing and I was back home. It was a Saturday and I came into the pub in the afternoon for a couple of beers and as soon as I walked in I started singing it. I thought, how the hell have they known that? But it was on Soccer AM that morning and two or three of the lads had seen it. So when I walked in, they started singing it, and you know, it's just, it's great. I think that fans and players should interact. I think the bond between the players and the fans is massive. And I've got a picture here, which might bring back some memories for you. The squad picture for 89-90 season. And yeah. there you are on the back row. Fantastic. Alongside Steve Hodge, Steve Hodge, Darren Wassel, yeah. Terry Wilson, Des Walker, Gary Parker, Gary Charles, Lee Chapman. What comes to your mind when you see that now? <sighs> fantastic squad. A team. No individuals, a team. Fantastic, fantastic memories. And I'm still in contact with a lot of the lads. Yes, all that and lots more coming up in the next episode. In the meantime, you can visit the tribute website brianclough.com where there are details about my new book, Brian Clough, The Lost Tapes, which lifts the lid on a treasure trove of Cluffy stories. I hope you can join me next time for more memories from Brian Rice about the great man in the green jumper.